What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Monster Legend Podcast. In the dark of the night Comes a shivering light to guide you All alone, twisted words in your mind Rubbish goes In the whispering trees Blow a dark haunting voice But through you Telling tales, young and old I hope that you enjoy the show Hello and welcome to Monster Legend Podcast. Today we're in Pennsylvania and we have a special awesome guest, Chewy from the Screaming Chewy Show. What's up, man? What's going on? What up, bro? Hey, thanks for having me, having me bro. Big fan of your show and uh, I love it, man. You're doing a great job. Dude, thank you, man. I'm a big fan of your show, too. Every time the episode comes out, I'm like, yes, new show's out, new episode's out. Dude, Screaming Chewy's awesome. I'm outside. And, uh, you know, I, I've been listening to your show for a while now. And I've been seeing it evolve and uh, just, like, growing. Uh, you're doing a lot better, man. You're having more guests on as well. You're, you're definitely doing good, doing a great dude, job, man. Dude, thank you, man. Awesome. Dude, uh, I'm sure you know this, but finding guests and, like, scheduling, like, with work and everything, it can be hard. It, it is. Yeah. A lot of times, like, Something comes up and they like they flake out or something, and like you're like, oh, I supposed to do this one with this one, then you like mess up your whole like research. Then it's like, like um Thursday, I think I had a guest on, I was supposed to, but I forgot, and I mean like, oh, he he had a rescheduled Saturday, and I forgot about it, and I fell asleep, and like. Oh no! Did they text you like, "Hey, what the hell?" <laughs> oh no, they understood. It's like because they have like a four-year-old baby. Like, I understand it. Worries. <laughs> it happens, man. And uh, you know, um, I had one one lady flake out on me, um, because you know some of my episodes could be pretty explicit, yeah, and some could be pretty tame. It just depends who I'm talking to and like the energy of it. And this lady was like a palm reader and psychic. And at the last minute, she flaked and she emailed me. She's like, I'm sorry, but I don't think I'm fit for your show. I'm 80 years old and I heard one of your episodes and oh my God, your language. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, your last episode was freaking awesome with the neuron linguistic lady. Oh yeah. She survived the airplane crash. Dude, that's crazy. I love that. It was like a movie, bro, the way she described it. It was pretty crazy. Remind me of, uh, who's that? The uh, something Family Hour podcast. 
Uh, um, hap- mm. I don't know it. A family hour or happy hour? Um. Also, no, one of the comedians from the Rogan Circle. Hour. Oh shit! I'm not familiar with that. From the Joe Rogan Circle? Uh, Duck and Family Hour podcast. Oh, I never heard of that. It's dope. Drunken Family Hour? <laughs> Duncan Family Hour? Like, um, oh, okay. What is that about? I think this talks like gurus and stuff. And it's awesome. I'm going to have to check that out. Man, so you do a lot of research for your episodes, man. I love it. Yeah. Um, I think we're in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania was crazy because I think it's, that was the first place to, or the White House. I think it was where the capital was at first before they moved to Washington, D.C. The Philadelphia Bell. All that. And uh, it's very well known for cryptids and uh, Bigfoot as well. A lot of Bigfoot sightings on there. Bigfoot's everywhere. Bigfoot is like the whore of cryptids. It's everywhere. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually didn't know that much about Pennsylvania till you um, start to we start looking into this. I'm like, wow, uh, pretty interesting stuff here. There was like a little history. Um, it was one of thirteen original colonies. I mean, that's a pretty bad look when you think about it. First off, it's like 13 colonies. Okay, this thing should be good. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, so a lot of history of the uh, United States behind it, huh? Yeah. Uh, after the war, Pennsylvania became the second state after Delaware to ratify the U.S. Constitution. In the American Civil War, uh, Pennsylvania was inside the Battle of Gettysburg. Whoa. Yeah, so a lot of ghosts there, I'm guessing. Nice. You do uh, like any? Uh, I had a class on Civil War in high school. It's pretty. Uh, oh, state rights! Like <laughs> state rights, like state rights to own slaves. You racist! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like kind of like what's going on nowadays, right? Yeah, for real. <laughs> Dude, right now it's crazy. Everything going on. Dude, we're living in history, bro. People taking down statues and shit. Like, I never thought yeah. I'd live through shit like that. Uh, I, I don't like. I, I can't really care less about the statues. Either way, yeah, huh? like, they don't really affect me mm-hmm. at all. So, if it makes people feel bad and want to take them down, they go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it either, man. People are fucking angry this year. <laughs> yeah. I guess everybody's cooped up and stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. Cooped up and then everybody just fucking exploded. <laughs> oh, wait, can I cuss on your podcast? Yeah, man. Oh, okay. My no, bad, I, put, I didn't know. I just had a habit. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I just put like a eclectic like, thing on it. You know. Explicit content. <laughs> uh, I found like a ton of cryptids. Like the, how you find any? 
Oh, did you find any cryptids? In yeah, I, I found a Thunderbird. Yeah. Um, I had never heard of that before. Apparently, it's like a Native American story. Mm, Thunderbirds are legends going back to the Native Americans. These oversized birds were said to hide out in the forest. And if one was spotted, it meant there was a storm on the way. Over the last hundred years or so, there have still been sightings along the I-80, Frontier, Pine Creek Valley, Dark Skies, and Elk Country, landscapes of the Pennsylvania wilds. Wow. So it's a large bird with a very long beak um plenty of witnesses i guess in june 2012 two girls saw thunderbird while camping in chapman township the bird which was estimated at a 14 foot wingspan and had no feathers on its head swooped low over the camp causing the younger girls to run crying into the cabin wow uh, um, one story. There's like tons of thunderbirds like all over the country. Uh, I think one in the one in Alaska that they like fight this giant like lake monster creature, and some lake. I forget which one it was. And there's one that like tried to pick up a boy out of oh, his backyard. It was at that famous video where he tried so. to pick him up and like dropped him. Yeah. That's scary, man. Imagine in your own backyard. Yeah, I'll be freaking out. I'll be like, Ow! start punching them. <laughs> <laughs> and I think uh, this one podcast did a thing on Thunderbirds. They say it's so big, you can't even see it in your dreams. You only see like a little, like, little section of it. They're so big. Holy shit. Man, uh, uh, apparently, scientists think that they're probably just a really big bird. You think what kind of bird do you think it is? Like, it's got to be a bird of prey, obviously, if it's picking up children, you know. Probably big ass eagle. Or, a, yeah, eagle. Harpy. Man. I think harpy eagles in the South America are like huge. Um, which one's the gold? Was it the golden eagle? That's the biggest eagle in the world. I think the harpy. It's got like um, the claws are like the size of your finger, the length. It's like fucking the fucking talons are bigger than your hand, dude. It's crazy. I think they pick up deer. Um, pe- people even train them to um, to hunt deer and coyotes and stuff. It's a really cool guy. I want to meet that. We trained eagles. That's dope. <laughs> right. Yeah, I seen a video where this guy trained. I don't know if he trained the eagle or the eagle. Uh, yeah, yeah, he trained an eagle to hunt a deer, and oh. it swooped down, and the talons like dug down on the eagle's on on, on the deer's back, and he fucking held them down on the ground till the guy came over and finished the deer off. Dude, that guy must get all the poontang. <laughs> right, he's the coolest guy in town. <laughs> He's a chick magnet with the eagle. He wears glasses all the time. Even in the shower. <laughs> no, that's a cool guy. Oh. <laughs> I bet he got all the Capri Sun in, at lunch when he was in elementary. Capri Sun. I would kill Capri Sun pouches. 
Dude, I, I still I still drink those. I'll I'll steal some from my nephew sometimes. <laughs> I'm gonna try and change it up, Capri Suns. Now some of them are like off off one the original ones are the best, I think. Yeah, for, huh? For crunch. No. Don't they go so fast? It's like one slurp and they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> I want like a gallon size one. <laughs> I bet they make one. We'll get one. I'll buy like ten of them. He's like, I need more. <laughs> more. <laughs> so, um, have you found any stuff about Thunderbirds? Oh yeah, like they're everywhere. Um, I'm. I didn't do much on it in Pennsylvania. I covered like so many times. There was this one guy. Um. He claims he killed one. Oh yeah, um, back in eighteen eighty something, and a bunch of guys. He said he, he nailed it to a barn wall. Oh what yeah, the fuck? that sounds like Jeepers Creepers at the end when <laughs> they nail him to the wall. And he's like, the guys all old, just waiting for him to come back. Hey, creepers, how it is. I see a picture. I seen one picture on Facebook about. So I'm like, oh, here's a Jeep of Creepers car. Like what? What? That? Oh hell no! Stay away from that car. <laughs> Seriously. Like when he talked to NASA and just hijacked this guy and like sent him to the sun. He's coming back. <laughs> That's fucked up. Send him to the sun. <laughs> like fuck him. Just fry. Fry him. Go. Uh, there's thing called the Raystone Ray. Uh, for decades, there have been signs of a creature in Hunting County, Pennsylvania. Raystone Lake. Old photos show a large shadowy figure just below the surface. Photos describe a sudden water turbulence and strange appearance of a large water creature. Locals have dubbed Raystone Ray. Oh, shit. Progress. Turn my screen for a minute. I don't know how to do that. Uh, I love the screen share feature. Oh, sweet. Okay. There's a photo of the monster. Oh, wow. Holy crap. That's a huge fucking. So, is that like Loch Ness? Like Nessie? Uh, I think it's like a. Yeah, it's a, like monster. Damn. Artist rendering. Dope. That's a badass drawing. Dude, people are so talented. Like, I don't know how... Try to draw something and looks like a five-year-old draw it. <laughs> I, I know how to draw, but a lot of my drawings are pretty violent. <laughs> I, I, I know how to draw, but fucking... I, my hands are dumb. Makes sense. It's like using your left hand. Yeah. Uh, You're like, thanks for the effort, but it's not cutting it. Yeah. <laughs> Why oh, gotta take the screen share off? Right. I take the screen share off. Oh, uh, here. On top here, I got it. 
Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh. So, how's podcasting been for you? Pretty good, man. Just been really freaking busy, man. Uh, I got like five that I need to edit. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I've been getting a lot of guests, and I mean, you know, like you were saying, bro, it's it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. I, I starting to get why people have start hiring people to help out. Yeah, for sure, huh? Like just booking them and scheduling and just that enough is work, and then editing and uploading and you know research that too. You know, one thing when I when I started podcasting, I didn't realize how time consuming it would be, but I like it. You know, it's yeah. Like it a lot. Focus. Hey, for real, huh? Feel like a journalist. Yeah. <laughs> and you, man, um, you got a lot more guests booked. Uh, I think I'm pretty much booked for most of the month. Nice. Hopefully, um, I can. I'll check back on them if they're still. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. Just keep it keep it going, man. You got good stuff going on. Thank you. Yeah, I miss your like your uh all over like your like metal video, metal episode you did on history of metal. Oh yeah, thanks, man. That was one of my favorites. It was dope. It was so awesome. Yeah, that was a history of heavy metal. I mean, I love metal and I didn't know it. It originated it went way back to the '60s. It's pretty crazy. Apparently, so apparently, like like you're saying, and that was said, like male singers, like they're really good at singing. They're like classical, classically good. Yeah, huh? It goes well together. Did you ever watch this cartoon, uh, Metal Ocalypse? Metal Ocalypse with uh, his name, with the murder face and yes, Nathan Explosion, Pickles, yeah. Pickles and Rock and Killer, the Rock and Roll Doc, Town, Doctor Oxford. I do cocaine. <laughs> I fucking love those cartoons, man. I'm so sad they discontinued them. The whole like uh, was it was that production company murder something murder murder road? Something. On the on the cartoon, yeah, like murder murder road. I think it is, huh? It, fuck, because the band is Death Clock, but is it like Murder Records or yeah, something with murder? Oh, William Murder Street. Oh, yeah, huh? You know, so what do you think about Loch Ness, man? You believe it? You think it's real? Uh, Loch Ness? I don't know. I haven't really looked into it much yet because it's in Scotland, but maybe. No, not really. No, I think it's a fake. I think Loch Ness is a hoax. Yeah, it could have been an illusion and became a story. Yeah. I think it's too cold for a reptile. Oh, you're right. That's just a mammal. Um, why, does I, it, 
Otter's only one. It's probably dead. Right? I mean, it can't reproduce unless it does it asexually, then it would not Right? <laughs> they fight a nest or some shit. That's, the, that's for next month, bro. <laughs> I heard one heard one podcast like okay oh you know like a well, asexual production it's like a cell single cell organism like I want a friend and it jacks off <laughs> yeah, buddy oh I gotta love it <laughs> oh um uh, first known photograph of Raystone Ray, photographed by a local fisherman looking over a lake and hunting, hunting co. You know, it's been in there for a while now. A minute, managing director of Raystone Lake, White Beal, when he was asked his thoughts on this astonishing discovery. Uh, what? It's a private creature. It's a private. Uh, it's a private creature, but <laughs> it comes out around this time of the year, uh, around April. Call it. Raystone's own punks to Nani Phil. In 2006, when asked his professional opinion, Jeff Cross, wildlife biologist at Raystone Lake, made the following statement in writing I believe it must be a vegetarian. You have not seen any evidence of this animal take, taking fish, geese, otters, or ducks, suggests that our swimmers and butters are very safe. It appears that animals' habits are similar to manatees, which are completely herbivores and gentle. The of weed beds around the lake is probably providing more food and shallows for herbivores and that would increase sightings. Wow, that's interesting. I had no idea it was herbivore. Now, it makes it like less scary now. It <laughs> yeah. makes sense because like, uh, like really big animals like elephants and like brontosauruses and like cows, they all are herbivores because they need that big stomach to process all that uh, grass and stuff. Oh, uh, shit. That makes sense. Man, I, you think it farts like a manatee? Have you ever heard a manatee fart? No. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like a human fart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, manatee. I'll come to get to, get to like mermaids. Oh, Is that's it? right, huh? I think mermaids were thought to be mermaids one time. The sailors, right? Or the pirates? Yeah. They used to yeah. think they were mermaids. Yeah. Like uh, sirens and stuff. So they were thought they were like fat mermaids? I guess when you're <laughs> out in the sea and you're I'll bust a nut. <laughs> Anything looks attractive then, huh? Yeah. For real. Hey, buddy, what's going on? <laughs> what's that mouth do? <laughs> Come here, girl. <laughs> That'd be pretty scary if you're a manatee. <laughs> uh, for signings for the Raystone Ray, uh, Central Pennsylvania is all excited about Raystone Ray. Not only are testimonies being recorded from eyewitnesses, some witnesses have actually caught this strange creature on photos. The first known photo was taken in 2006. Estimates of the creature's size. Those seen it claimed to be about 50 to 60 feet long. The first recorded sighting of a ray actually occurred in 1962 at Old Race Stone 
Praise Down Dam, according to the Huntington County Visitor Borough. Nice study one dam was destroyed, created a 300 acre man made Greystone Lake, which is as deep as 185 feet in some places. Damn. 50 to 60 feet, bro, and a full grown anaconda is like 25, 30 feet. And that's fucking huge. I wouldn't, if I see it, like most women out there went by me like oh crap <laughs> dog about I'll be dog palling my ass so fast <laughs> help me <laughs> oh man shit by me <laughs> and there you go leave a trail whatever it takes right like, let me go. <laughs> uh Ray has gotten so popular that in 2010, sci-fi channels backed or fate terminal files sent a team to investigate. The team included a night dive to search the lake, sonar recordings, photo recreations using a floating log to help determine the legitimacy of pictures previously taken of Ray, the use of a large dig carp as bait. Though Ray's diet is thought to be primarily aquatic plants. This conclusion was that the science reported by witnesses generally seemed credible and it was possible there could be a large creature living in Raystone Lake. Uh, quote, it was back in early May, around 2005 or 2006. I was camping at sub, I can't even say the word, some school in Hannock campgrounds at Raystone Lake. Having camped there many years in the past with my family, this time I was alone. I had never heard about Ray. It had been my normal routine. First thing in the morning around 7 a.m., I'll go for a swim on the south side of the camp area called the bow. This was the first time there was no one else in the area. Houseboats like to come there because of the no wake zone. As I was swimming, I looked up and saw something swimming ahead. It was coming from the larger part of the area from my left to the smaller cove area. When I saw it stopped and tread water watching, I couldn't figure out what it was. I first thought it was a deer or bear because of the wake falling after it stayed. And then it did something I never heard about a deer or bear doing. It dived down and then came up again while swimming straight. When it came up, it noticed me treading water and turned towards me. It started coming my way. I stayed treading water until I got about halfway to me and then it dived under again while coming towards me. And that's when I took off swimming back towards the campground area. Because I thought whatever it could swim out, horrible it was, it could outswim me. I decided to go to the shore, but could not get totally out of the water. It was a high baking along the water. After standing with a 30 pound rock in my hands, it seemed forever, another thing swam back up to where I first saw it. I waited, thinking it would come out to the shore and climb out, but it never did. I swam back to the camp area and never went back in. So the next year, when my son and I went camping, I don't scare easily, but this got my attention. Holy shit, man. And and what creature was that? The Raystone Ray. Oh, that was the same one? Yeah. The... Holy shit. I was thinking like, because he said it, he thought it was a bear or something swimming. I'm like, what the fuck? Is that Sasquatch swimming? <laughs> There's been like bears like coming around like in town around here. 
Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, uh, where where are you at again? Uh, Tennessee. Oh, nice. That's scary, bro. Fucking bears. I mean, oh. Yeah, and like right, like it went around like the bank and it kind of got, got caught in camera. Just shoot him, bro. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's a cool story. Ever heard about the Goblin of Easton? Ah, oh, oh shit, a Goblin? That sounds pretty fucking interesting. Uh, goblin of Easton, a Pennsylvania ghost story told by S.E. Slosher. I'm sorry, S.E. for like, her name. If you're listening, I'm not. I do uh, that if you're listening, uh, come on the show because your books look cool. <laughs> uh, there once was a monk at the mission who loved money and power more than he loved God. He would hear confessions of good folk who attended the mission. Then he would blackmail them and to give them gold and silver to keep their darkest secrets. He turned many a wayward sinner's feet towards the fires of hell rather than the gates of heaven. Cursing their crimes in secret while he reviled Revolved them in public. It was after he beat one poor old man to death, the evil monk was imprisoned and sentenced to hang for his crimes. But after, just, but just after he was uh, cut down from the noose and pronounced dead, his corpse began to transform before the horrified eyes of the people. The face twisted and small tusks sprang from either side of his nose. The shock of white hair grew long and greasy, and two pointed canines emerged from his slit of his mouth. Goblin monk opened eyes that glowed yellow even in the light of noonday and sprang to feet that now ended in claws rather than toes. The people screamed and fled, and no prayer of his former brother in faith advanced the goblin. It spirited deep in, into the woods, only to return at night and prey upon the monks of the mission, who had been responsible for his death. After five of the brothers had fallen to the goblin, the rest of the monks abandoned the mission. Yeah, I would be. Like fuck this shit, right? <laughs> fuck, dude, that's fucking. It's pretty scary. And uh, they moved to another part of the country. Since that time, the mission house has slowly failed, fallen into ruin. Yeah, like, uh, bro, what's fuck going on here? He was a fucking monk that got hung and turned into a what was it like a troll? Like a monk, a goblin. A goblin. Yeah. The fuck, bro. I want, so maybe he was just a goblin just taking human shape the whole time, right? Trying yeah. to do something. Yeah, maybe like fucking got like possessed. Or something. That's fucking nuts, dude. Don't be, wonder, don't be an asshole priest and blackmail people, I guess. I wonder if anybody screamed at him, the power of Christ compels you. <laughs> <laughs> Throw holy water at him. Bells <laughs> you. Why you beat the shit out of him? <laughs> I love it. Oh, by the way, the Exorcist is a great. It still holds up. It really does, man. That Exorcist, um. Fuck, dude. That used to scare me as a kid. The, the Exorcist and um, uh, what's that other one where the house is possessed? Uh, Animaville Horror or um, um, 
I know it. I had the name, bro. There was a little fucking clown doll. Poltergeist. Yes. Clown doll scares shit at me. Every time. It still does. <laughs> right? Unless it's a, that that, uh, that guy from Scary Movie 2 when he rapes the clown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you want to play tummy sticks? <laughs> but yeah, Exorcist, bro. That That's a fucking... Even when they did... um. What was the Exorcist Origins? They try and like reboot it, make it like a prequel. Yeah. That was pretty fucking scary too. She was all crawling on the walls. It was like some old church. It was like a cave. Yeah. Like um, possessed little girls are like creepy as crap. <laughs> right? Have you heard of Oh my bad, go ahead. Oh, you go ahead. I was just going to say, have you heard of the squonk? The squonk? Uh, it's... I think so. Remind me. So I found this in uh, looking for uh, cryptids in uh, Pennsylvania. It said the squonk is a mythical creature reputed to live in the hemlock forest of northern Pennsylvania in the United States. Legends of squonks probably originated in the late 19th century at the height of Pennsylvania's importance in the potential timber industry. Oh, yeah, squonk. It's like ugly as crap, right? Mm-hmm. And it cries and turns into bubbles. Yeah, and it has a whole bunch of warts and blemishes. It's it, Apparently, it's ashamed of its appearance. It hides in plain sight and spends much of its time uh, weeping. So, yeah, yeah. crying. <laughs> that doesn't sound very scary. Uh, they said hunters who have attempted to catch squonks have found that the creature is capable of evading capture by dissolving completely into a pool of tears and bubbles when cornered. What? the fuck uh certainly jp wentling is supposed to have coaxed one into a bag which while he was carrying it home suddenly lightened on inspection he found that the bag contained only the liquid remains of the sad animal fucking that's weird that's not even creepy that's just weird (laughs) i feel like i was like making up crap Oh, I had something here, but um, turn into bubbles, man. What? And I wonder, was it just pure liquid, liquid, or was it like chunky? You know what I mean? Yeah, like a bunch of guts and shit. An eyeball here and there. What's crazy? You got a bunch of bugs out there in Arizona? Yeah, man. Especially in the summertime. Uh it's annoying like you know yeah uh, sometimes i go on my porch light or front porch and with the porch light it attracts a lot of bugs and yeah. little beetles and there's some pretty big beetles we got here like probably that big I don't know, like three inches it's called a palaverde beetle and it's got big old fucking mandibles to, and um they bite pretty hard but they, they don't have no venom or nothing pretty intimidating uh, you ever seen any like scorpions Yes, I have. Uh, we have like big. I, I I haven't seen any of the little dangerous ones, but I have seen some of the big desert hairy scorpions. Um, 
Camel spiders. Have you heard of those? Yeah, they're terrifying. The first time I saw one, it was at my work, and it was walking on the cement floor. And I'm like, is that a scorpion? It doesn't have a tail. But it was the same color, right? Like the gray body and the yellow-orange limbs. And I'm like, what the fuck? A fucking tailless scorpion? So I go up to it, and I, like, nudge it with my boot. I kind of, like, kick it a little (laughs) bit. And it fucking, it did a complete 180. Like, it turned around. Like, it jumped and, like, whoosh, like that. Like, it fucking jumped and turned around, like, in a second. I'm like, what the fuck? And it started running after me. And it actually creeped me out. I'm like, oh, shit, what the fuck? And then I'm like, wait, I'm bigger. So I just stomped them. Yeah. <laughs> but they're fucking crazy-ass little animals. Or bugs. They're like, almost like high, like uh, steroid ants, almost. They are, dude. And they, they run fast, too. I guess they're in, uh, in the family of uh, arachnids. And they're in between scorpions and um, tarantulas or spiders. So they're their own little species. Yeah. Yeah, and the mouth, too. It's got, like, two fucking... It's got, like, four pincers like that, like... Fucking weird, like like four tarantula fangs. I found a picture of it. Sure. Well, by the way, uh, we got copyrights on that picture. By the way, <laughs> that way they get a good visual on it. Oh, sun spider. Oh yeah, sun spider or camel spider. Yep. That it? Yup, that's it. Like a hundred of them in my front yard. Look at that picture right there, right in the center where it says today I discovered. Look at that mouth. Right there. It's crazy, huh? That looks painful. It was really painful to be bitten by one of them. <laughs> right? And then look right, right below that. There's somebody actually getting bit by one. What that person's crazy. <laughs> oh, Brave is oh yeah, Brave Wilderness. You ever seen that? Oh what? yeah. I didn't know that was from Brave Wilderness. It's dope. That's uh Coyote Peterson, right? Yeah, he's he has some cojones on him. <laughs> Have you seen when he got stung by the the giant Asian hornet, the murder hornet? Because oh. he did um a rating from top 10 uh, most painful stings. He got stung by a tarantula wasp, tarantula hawk, uh, the bullet ant, um, velvet ant, and um, I think the warding wasp was the most painful, but the murder hornet or the giant Asian hornet, when it stung him, dude, it fucking swelled up bad. Like he had a titty on his arm, dude. He's like, my whole arm is numb, dog. <laughs> That's some cryptids right there, right? Some fucking crazy ass bugs. I heard apparently like like new bugs covered like all time for rainforest. Yeah, like, huh? Like hundreds every day, huh? Yeah. Makes sense. They're fucking a lot. Like like hundreds, 
millions of well, like one queen ant can like make a million babies. Was, oh my god. I think it's awesome that when you discover it, you get to name it. Yeah. <laughs> like imagine it's like poopy pants. <laughs> so everybody has to call it poopy pants. Like I'll discover like one like really mean like nasty creature and like name it after ex wife. Nice. No, <laughs> That's a good one. That way everybody gets to talk shit. <laughs> I would name it um that bitch Carol Baskins. Carol Baskins. <laughs> Too scary, dude. Oh man. Uh, oh, did you watch Tiger King too? Watch yeah. King? I actually finished it. It was pretty good. Yeah, it's dope. Crazy. I can't all that meat stuff that they go through every day. Dude. Like, trailers are full of like cows and roadkill. Let's feed them. Oh, uh, yeah, huh? Just to save money? Be all kind of... Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, did you hear the conspiracy about Tiger King? Uh, about Carol's uh, ex-husband? The one that got, went missing? That she got him, she killed him for Well, so there's that. But uh, you know Tiger King, the guy that uh, took over his uh, his zoo that he bought his zoo, yeah, and he was gonna like help him make it better, but he ended up like screwing him over. Yeah. So that guy, they compared his 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 face to a picture of a uh, Carol Baskin and her ex husband, and he looks a lot like him. So people say that he ran away. And then he then he came back, just to screw over exotic, Joe Exotic. Uh, on scheme there, right? <laughs> but I mean, it, I, I think it's just a weird coincidence. If you see the pictures, they they look a lot alike. It's pretty crazy. You're watching the video, man. I I don't like all the fucking animal cruelty stuff, like, but. Gotta give it to Joe Exotic, man. He tried hustling. He's a hustler. For sure. real, huh? <laughs> For real. Making like, who's like making like a TV show back in like, internet sucked. Back in like 2005 and six, whatever. Huh? He had a video cast. Fucking wait. Like way before Twitch and everything. And then um, it's funny how he would like act on there. He'd be all drunk and like uh, he had like a fucking mannequin or a blow up doll. And he's like, yeah, this bitch Colonel Baskin, this one was going to happen to you. And then he blows its head off right there. <laughs> yeah. And that yellow Osan he put out a sign him singing. Guys, <laughs> couple guys from like North Carolina. I forgot he made an album. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like him singing. It's crazy. <laughs> like, bro. I guess Gay Renner can sing his ass off, man. Wait, wait, it's not even him singing. I didn't know it wasn't him singing. He was just pretending. Yeah. He <laughs> <went singing. laughs> oh. There's this guy uh, from Pennsylvania called Raymond Robinson. Uh, he was a severely disfigured man whose years of nighttime walks made him into a figure of urban legends in western Pennsylvania. 
Robertson was so badly injured in a child electrical accident, he could not go out in public without fear of creating a panic. So he would go for long walks at night. Local tourists would drive along his road in hopes of meeting a green man or Charlie No-Face. Passed on tales about him to the children and grandchildren. People raised on these tales are sometimes surprised to discover that he was a real person who was liked by his family and neighbors. That's fucked up, man. That's crazy. Hewitt uh, Robinson was nine years old when he was injured by an electrical line at the kind of pole and reached for a birth nest on the Miranda Bridge outside of Beaver Falls. The bridge carried a trolley and had electrical lines of both 1,200 volts and 2,200 volts, which had killed another boy less than a year earlier. Robinson survived defying doctors' expectations, but was severely disfigured. He lost his eyes, nose, and right arm. Damn, that sucks, man. This guy is pretty. I can't imagine like climbing freaking electrical pole at nine years old. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's a ghost, man. So he was he was climbing up climbing up an electrical pole trying to get to a bird's nest. Yeah. Damn. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. It looks like when when you carve out a watermelon with a spoon. It looks like a dog face. Yeah. Oh, it looks like the freaking like dog face from Halloween Town. Oh shit, huh? <laughs> That's that's creepy. That's kind of fucked up though. So they made a uh, a story out of him. Yeah. They fucking like keep away from that guy. <laughs> oh, here it is. Like that guy. <laughs> For real, huh? <laughs> yep. Still love that movie as a kid. Damn, I forgot about that movie. That's a classic. The second one sucked. Oh, I never seen the second one. Yeah, no, it's not worth it. <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm back, guys. Oh, same guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if they inspired that dog face guy from from that Burt guy. Ours like from dog person. <laughs> like the wolf man. Dog man. Or that um dog guy from uh Spaceballs. Oh yeah, dude. Oh Spaceballs. Like, <laughs> this weekend. This shit's funny as fuck. You know, that movie, the one part creeped me out when I was a kid, and there was uh, Pizza the Hut. That looked so oh, yeah. disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how to do that. Like, do you actually put pizza on the guy? <laughs> it's all hot cheese. Ah! He ends up looking at that Robinson guy. Oh. It's so Except- gross, but, like, why am I craving pizza so bad right now? <laughs> 
<laughs> I just I just ate pizza for breakfast today actually. Eat pizza for breakfast is bomb. Yeah, I woke okay. up and, and I was hungry and I'm like, oh fuck yeah, I got pizza. <laughs> but, like oh we have a like, like breakfast pizza for you. I get that egg and sausage bullcrap out of my face. I want pepperoni. <laughs> Some meat and cheese. So how how do you feel about pepper? I mean not pepper, pineapple <laughs> on pizza. I like it with a uh, ham, oh like Alfredo sauce, no tomato sauce, because it's too acidic. Pineapple. You know what? You're right, bro. Um, one time I was all drunk and I ate pizza and I threw up. Oh my god, that tomato sauce was like burning coming out, dude. It yeah. was bad. People, it's hard to cut. People are forget to cut it with like, or cook it long enough to get the sugar out of the tomatoes. It's not too acidic. Damn, man. You know your stuff, man. Yeah. Living with the old Italians. Happens. Bro, I love Italian food, bro. Anything with marinara sauce, I love it. Meat, cheese, and pasta. Can't get wrong. Damn. They don't mess around with the cheese either. Yeah. Ricotta, mozzarella, got your provolone. Damn. Ogata. Gotta. Yeah. Girlfriend, our girlfriend calls it ricotta. <laughs> well, God, there's two. Is there A there? Yes. Italian is a Latin language, and all Latin-based languages use every letter. There's no sound. It's just like never you tell her. So. <laughs> I don't know any Latin-based language that. That's silent letters ever. Hey. So she said it's it's saying uh ricot. Ricot. That sounds fancy. Yeah. Oh uh, speaking of uh Bigfoot, there's apparently a white one in Pennsylvania. What the hell? Like albino? Uh, I think so. A uh, legendary ape-like creature known as the Sasquatch has been sighted across the forests of North America, mostly sighted along the Pacific Northwest, California, all around there. Yeah. Washington. Um, sightings occur across the continent, including some particularly bizarre cases in Pennsylvania. That include a, involve a white furred Bigfoot, like a creature usually sighted with UFOs. Damn. Fuck. The Pennsylvania white Bigfoot was first sighted in Blanksley, Pennsylvania in 1970. According to eyewitnesses, uh, Blanksley, uh, eyewitness Annette B, the creature she saw in. Uh, 1970, which stood between six and seven feet tall with a broad chest, a long neck. You still there, coat. bro? Yeah, still here. Still here. So good. So got me. Oh, you're probably lagging. 
Volkswagen. There we go. Oh, okay. I could hear you now. Yeah. Think through the head a little bit. Like a cloud flew overhead or something. Oh, okay. Aliens, man. They don't want you talking about them. For real. <laughs> he knows. He's getting on. Uh, the Pennsylvania White, White Bigfoot was first sighted in Blank City, Pennsylvania in 1970. According to eyewitness Annette B., the creature she saw in 1970 which stood between six and seven feet tall a broad chest, a long neck, and a coat of dirty white fur, and that went on to describe its face. Uh, its eyes were dark and spaced far apart. Its white hair covered the lower half of its face. There was a pinkish skin around the eyes and forehead. It looked like its hair was a little longer on its head and hanging over its forehead like veins. On September 27th, 1973, two girls were standing outside in Beaver County, Pennsylvania at 9.30 p.m. When an eight-foot-tall being covered white fur with gray glowing eyes ran into the woods nearby. The humanoid was carrying a large glowing orb in his hands. Whoa. Girls ran... Yeah. Hey, why these two girls? How old are these girls? They're standing out all night. <laughs> uh, the humanoid was carrying... Uh, Girls ran off hysterically into her house. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> That'd be, I'd be pretty fucking creeped out too. So it's a white Sasquatch and he was running with a fucking orb in his hands? Yeah. A glowing, red glowing orb. I would not get close to that guy. Yeah, for real. Uh... Uh, the father of one of the girls then went into the woods in search of the creature and stayed there for over an hour. That same year, a glowing orb lands near of Uniontown, Pennsylvania. And two vivid creatures observed the pasture at the same time. A woman fires her shotgun at a big creature only a few feet away and it disappears out of sight. About the same time, a luminous object hovered over nearby woods. Uh, <laughs> Fuck. Hold up. I did. Well, I I never heard of that uh, UF like um yeah. So that it would explain how they tie in UFOs with Sasquatch. Cause I guess in Pennsylvania there's a lot of Sasquatch sightings and as well as UFOs. Yeah. Damn, that looks crazy. He looks fucking mean. Yeah, it looks, it looks like really. What is this? What are you trying to show me, dude? For real? What <laughs> the fuck? You're like forest wizards, man. <laughs> I like it. You're a forest wizard, Harry. Harry Potter. Damn, bro. It. You got stupid in like last couple of movies. You know, I've only seen like one or two of them. I seen the first one, yeah, and then the one where there was like a a giant snake at the end. Oh yeah, the uh, Chamber of Secrets. Oh okay, 
2008, a video surfaced on YouTube that was dubbed the Pennsylvania White Bigfoot clip, which was taken in Carbondale, Pennsylvania. For many years, the residents of Carbondale have reported some bizarre sightings of a white Bigfoot. Carbondale is a small city. Thank you. Thank you for that sentence. Whoever wrote this Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, got that. Um, that was the site of the first underground mine in the United States. It's used to be a major terminal of the Delaware and Hudson Railroad. In July of 2008, a local news station in Pennsylvania ran a story which talked about the white, possibly albino creature. After receiving an anonymous email, it was said to be some sort of animal about six to seven feet uh, tall, covered in all white fur. The email officially mentioned a wooded area in Carbondale near a mine reclamation site. Mining reclamation is the process of storing land that has been mined to a chronically usable condition. In 2010, people began to report signs of a white juvenile Bigfoot in Carbondale, Pennsylvania. Homeowners began to hear strange uh, noises and disturbances in the woods. In one case, an unidentified man with his movement in his backyard was able to capture some bizarre video footage. For one full second, the main the man filmed a large white creature that resembles the shape of a Bigfoot. In the video, as the man's creature uh, camera hit the creature's face, it quickly moves away. Over the internet, the video clip is said to display some bizarre factors. The stars and body proportions are extremely large. It's not easily fake. Bullshit. It's just like, so easy to fake. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. So they're okay. saying the video's fake? They're saying it's not easily faked, but I can fake it. Put on a white suit, some boots. Like, uh, with like stuff with like shirts and stuff. <laughs> For real. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's some pretty convincing videos out there nowadays. They're really good with the editing. Oh, uh, yeah. Go guys, go to the cryptidsbandown.com Look for Pennsylvania White Bigfoot. There's a video there. I don't want to show it because of reasons, obviously. Copyrights. Yep. YouTube's like, what about your. Or, uh... Oh man, YouTube's cracking down, man. For real. Have you ever the Blue Mist Road? Whoa, the, the the Blue Mist Road? Yeah, in Pennsylvania. Holy shit, I never heard of that. Uh, this one's... <clears throat> the story's on it. <clears throat> so, uh... So what's, your, what's your show about? Everybody might be listening and new. I don't know about your show. Um, so... The topics can vary a lot. Sometimes I do solo episodes. Sometimes I'll have guests like, you know, my friends, fellow podcasters or authors, motivational speakers. <clears throat> um, but I can talk about pretty much anything and everything. You know, sometimes it'll be pretty explicit, you know, dirty language, sometimes pretty tame. Uh, I could talk about conspiracies, aliens, uh, like you were mentioning the history of heavy metal. Um, origins of religion, um, uh, alternate trauma therapy, um, 
you know, neuroscience and, you know, just interesting stories. You know, sometimes I have op- authors will talk about their books. Um, I've also talked about uh, one of my most listened episodes was uh, Violet and Bizarre Ancient Sports. Oh, yeah. Um, that was- yeah, I, I got a lot of good feedback on that one. So I'm going to make a part two pretty soon. Um, so yeah, pretty much whatever I feel like talking about. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's hard to like find out like research for research and stuff. You're trying to find like, like primary sources. It sounds like there's so many people copying other people. It's hard to find like fucking, I started, I started going to the table, uh, sources down the bottom of the pages and start doing that Did- way. Dig a little deeper, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I get you. That way you're not reading something, then you hear in another podcast like the exact same shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But yeah, you do pretty good research, man. Thank you. You too, man. Fucking. Uh, how long did it take you to research that episode on violent games? Um, Maybe like a day or two. It wasn't too hard. I mean, there's a pretty. There's a long list of violent and bizarre <laughs> games <laughs> or sports. Um, you know, like there's some pretty famous ones like, you know, the Mayans. Um, I forgot the sport name, but it was like basketball. And was but, the one where they had like, um, it was like basketball, have a thing, a hoop on the wall. And then they try to get the, like, someone's head into the hoop. Yeah. Yep. Instead of the ball, they were using someone's head. <laughs> and they they got to make it in the hoop on the wall yeah like you're saying uh, and um they got to use elbows and knees and but pretty much the losing team they're the ones that donate the head so yeah. the head they're playing with is for the last game of the losing team that's <laughs> extra beast um, for real huh they take your heart out and shit yeah man like, so, like, fucking, so messed up the how they went out. Like they, they went out with like blankets or something. <laughs> For real, like, like it was pretty fucking violent. Tales of the mist, uh, tales of the blue mist road. There's something about headlights casting shadows on the road at night that stimulates the imagination. Not really, it makes me sleepy. <laughs> right, get like hypnotized. Uh, roads, especially dirt roads with no street lights, real shadows that contain any kind of mystery. A wild animal, yeah, dude, fucking deer jump out of my road, jump out of a freaking car. What? It's like um, where I used to live, there's like deer, like freaking like squirrels all over the place. Be careful like driving home at night. Oh my god, dude. Did you swerve? Um I was able to stop beforehand. Yeah, oh man, they could fucking do some damage, yo. Yeah. Or like get hit a buck and damn antler go through the windshield, hit me in the head. Fuck. <laughs> They'll uh, total your car. Your car's like, oh yeah, it'd be three. It'd be like, I got like, um, hit 
from the side one time. I think, and um, I was on the cover. Like my cover insurance lapsed a day. I hit on that day. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like it's like a dent in my car. It's like a dent. And the uh, insurance is like, yeah, that'd be three thousand dollars. Fuck. Yeah. This is my, it was my fault. Cause I made a wrong turn. Like, I didn't wait or something. Oh my god, dude! Three G's for that. Fuck. Okay, I got paid off. Wild animal, a ghost, a malevolent cult, anything strange and threatening. Of course, if you happen to be driving along such a road with a group of friends, tales get all the wilder. That's exactly what's happened with Blue Mist Road in Pittsburgh. North Park. To some, the mystery is more important than the mist. They spell it blue M-Y-S-T road. Hmm. The legend, the legends that surround this stretch of road are as varied in Western Pennsylvania imagination. Like the Trojan War or Mount Olympus to the Greeks, has come a convenient skeptical any tale ranging from obvious campfire yarns and recycled urban legends. Legendary material more heft and style. Always, it comes back to a rolling mist that appears at night on a dirt road near the lake in North Park. After the mist rolls in, hail diverge in the woods. There's something about the headlights casting shadows on the road at night. Copy and paste. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay, hey, I need to talk to this guy. And like, hey, dude, you like copy and paste. Two paragraphs twice. <laughs> Oops. The classical local legend about Blue Mist Road is that the KKK used to hold rallies there at night and would lynch people on Narl Street by the side of the road. It's a good scary story tale, uh, but it lacks the ring of truth, given the strong centuries-long abolition tradition in the Commonwealth. It seems unlikely that a group like the Klan would ever be uh, established on a stronghold there. Besides, the tree that's most often associated with this tale seems to be singularly unsuited to the task, with no strong, low-hanging limbs to throw a rope over. Just chop it down. Whoa. Damn. Mad to drive it down there? Oh. Like outside, there's like a bonfire and dudes in hoods. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> oh fuck that dude hell no dude. have you heard of the oh, let me see it. it's like a purple blob oh yeah the purple mass happened in 1950 September 26th what is it oh, God. It was around 10 p.m. September 26, 1950, in the city of Philadelphia in Pennsylvania, USA. Patrolman John Collins and Joseph Keenan were driving on Vare Boulevard near 26th Street when they saw something resembling a parachute at treetop level drifting down a field near 26th. They estimated the quote-unquote parachute looked to be about six feet across. The officers called in backup Sergeant Joseph Cook and his driver, Patrolman James Casper, 
And once they arrived, all four men went to investigate the parachute. The odd object was draped across the weeds so light that it wasn't bending the plants. The officer's flashlights made the strange mask give off a sort of misty, purplish glow that made it look as if the object contained crystals. Collins tried to pick the thing up by the part of the object that touched the touch just dissolved, leaving a slightly sticky and orderless residue on his hand. As the four officers watched over the next 25 minutes or so, the whole object just slowly evaporated away. <laughs> Fucking crazy, huh? <laughs> Nobody knows what it was. It was like an air jellyfish. Yeah, for, hey, that's a good way to put it, huh? In, uh, in October in October 1950, during a strange period of the as-yet-unexplained lavender sun, a purple-glowing six-foot globe settled lightly on a field in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, scarcely bending the grass with its weight. One policeman who observed its fall from the sky touched it with his finger, whereupon the weird object commanded to dematerialize. Within an hour, so it was shapeless, gelatinous mass. The Federal Bureau of Investigation was called in, but the conclusion or lack of conclusion was not released to the public. So it happened again the month after. Fucking weird. <laughs> So yeah, it was in the news, but yeah, the UF, the the FBI who investigated, they said, they never said anything about what it was. Oh, purple blob. A uh, purple mass, I believe. Maybe they. We're gonna ask him about it. The that one thing that you ask people, ask the government for files. They're like real specific. On apparently, they were saying it could have been a weapon. Because um, it says, secondly, remember this was during the Korean War. Any strange object seen in the skies, the USA could imply either or a new unknown weapon or a possible invasion of an enemy. I mean, if it didn't do no harm, how's it a weapon, you know? <laughs> Are you fucking fucked up? Are you trying to test it? You fucked up. <laughs> right? That's true, huh? Yeah, don't worry about it, guys. Nothing. Nothing to see here, folks. Just watch the Koreans, damn it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, for real, huh? Always somebody. Always like either Russians or Nazis or uh, Afghanistan or terrorists or somebody blame something on someone. It's never aliens. It's never aliens. Meanwhile, meanwhile, they're thinking, or oh, we keep these aliens around to give us all this technology. And meanwhile, like these monkeys are stupid. We're gonna <laughs> harvest. We're gonna fuck them up later. For real, huh? You know, actually, um. Um, I was doing some research for an episode, and uh, 
starting from the 1950s and up, there's been more UFO activity around our nuclear power plants. Yeah. And nuclear factories, um, like, you know, where, where they have the missiles and all that, or where they make the plutonium and all that, or uranium. And um, there'll, there'll be soldiers, staff around the base or wherever, and they see UFO activity around that area, and then the whole place shuts down like an EMP, and their whole launch system and everything fails. Everything shuts down completely, which... Uh, it's not like a soldier could do in a lever. They have to go like 80 feet or 800 feet or 80 meters underground and hit a switch or something like that. But it, it was no human that did it. And those UFOs spotted right there when that happened. And that's happened many times over many different places around the world. They have nuclear power plants. Almost like they're trying to like say, hey, you know, don't blow each other up, you know? Yeah, for real. I think there's like a spike of UFO uh, activity ever since like the A-bomb went off. Yeah, yep. 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 Crazy. And there's like, uh, one couple, one biracial couple got um, abducted. And like, what's abductions? Abductions are crazy. Oh, shit, they're fucking doing experiments on them. Uh, I think one guy got raped, and another and the girl was like, and "That's fine. Don't worry. Like, I, I, I had an okay time. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't that bad." <laughs> but all this guy getting like prison raped, in <laughs> <laughs> uh in prison they don't have condoms, so they use bread bags. <laughs> I wonder what the aliens used. <laughs> Steel fraud. <laughs> probing I don't get the probing thing well, What's their uh, You know do they have like an ass thing going on or? I think you're trying to like Collect fecal matter Hmm Maybe they don't have buttholes So they're interested in why we do <laughs> Buttholes What have we buttholes for just fart and surprise them. Can you do that? Load up on like beans and stuff. <laughs> Bean burritos. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Some hard boiled eggs. And like a, I'm much less intolerant, so I like have dairy. I get the shits real bad. <laughs> like. You know, much ice cream and have milkshakes. <laughs> oh man, and all the cheese because of Italian food. Yeah. Eat the, like paint the walls brown right in there. <laughs> God damn. That's the worst, bro. You're all cramping, like, ah, I gotta go. My <laughs> and like, don't even bother changing your pants. <laughs> You're out of energy, like, uh. Oh, was a kid, I got a stomach bug. I fucking shit my pants so bad. <laughs> like, coming out of my shorts. <laughs> like, throwing up my socks and stuff. Like, oh my god. Oh, it's all dripping down. Oh my god, dude. What? <laughs>
yeah, the other day I had it pretty bad. <laughs> it was so bad after I, like, after I shit out, like, my butthole was dry heaving. Like, it, like yeah. there was more, but there wasn't. UFOs. Speaking of UFOs. Uh, how do you think county residents kept their eyes disguised during the summer of 1950 and they weren't sure what they were seeing? For several days, fused callers to local newspapers were seeing light bouncing around the yards, 10 to 20 feet off the ground. One woman described those strange lights as being about the size of an egg. A man in Troke Creek Valley described the light as being the strength of a flashing 40 watt light bulb. A description other callers had used. Still, another caller asked if anyone else had giant lightning bugs in their backyard. Giant lightning bugs. How big is giant? As big as a cup? In the reply, words with word went out asking anyone who could explain the science to pl- please do so. No one responded. But 14 years later, strange lights reappeared. This time in the northwest corner of the state in Crawford County. The girl saw this in the Spartansburg area, saw a light bouncing up and down above their car about two in the morning. They said it made no noise and traveled slowly. The girls didn't know if it was a UFO or a giant lightning bug. Promise to investigate if they ever saw it again. Uh, exclusive interview. February 14th, Huntington, Pennsylvania, was contacted by a reader, Robert Leon, who provided further information about this mystery. He told us, My wife and I saw the giant lightning bug, unlikely, or a tiny UFO, also unlikely, a mile north of Bushkill, Pike County, in the fall of 1972. It was drifting down the driveway on a windless night and bobbing slightly. We saw it from a separate angles at a distance of about 20 to 30 feet. So we decided it was not some trick of light reflection. It was a complete puzzle. I was a child abuse investigator working on a master's in psychology at the time. I decided telling other people about it would not help my career, current or future, one little bit so I stored information away. It was near a small creek called by the locals Goblin Run. But that's too good to be true, even if it was. I thought it looked like the glowing eyes. That's uh, creepy. Uh, I think them for the interview. So, um, it was fucking glowing orbs, like the size of cups. About, yeah, about that size. I wonder if that's what Sasquatch, the white Sasquatch had, right? Caught one of those and ran away. What if it's... Yeah. Fuck. What was <laughs> Sasquatch with the fucking glowing orb thing? <laughs> like just, they're bouncing it. Play ball with the other Sasquatch. Hey, catch. Oh, fuck. Dropped it. And... <laughs> what if he visited... Where's the Grand Canyon at? Oh, it's right here in Arizona. What if one of them came down there with the orb and they dropped it and like, oh, fuck. And then, Made a giant off. crack. Hey, for real, huh? For real. Like, yeah, you never water. know. Oh, it's this water. They're, oh, shit, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I know I would, dude, if I dropped the fucking orb and it made a giant crack on the earth. I'd be like, let's get the fuck out of here. My dad's going to be so mad at me. 
<laughs> For real. You just run home and go straight to your room. That's what you do. <laughs> in bed. Then <laughs> you're sleeping. Bye. Oh, go away. <laughs> go away. It calls you. Tanner. <laughs> you away. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's when you know you're in trouble. Oh, you know you're in trouble when, like, they mail name you, bring up the mill name. Oh. <laughs> oh, your full name? <laughs> your full name. Oh, no, I'm in real trouble. It wasn't me, I swear. What's the word? Those are was... damn neighborhood kids. There's no one here for like 10 miles standing here. Don't lie to me. <laughs> yeah, that makes me think about those orbs, man, and that white Sasquatch. There's like, uh, there's like a ton more uh, cryptids on here, but like the a butler gargoyle. I'm going to do like a quick uh, hot lightning uh, round. Nice. Uh, Butler Gargoyle is a mothman like creature about seven to eight feet. That was sighted from June 1993 to March 2011. It was described to have a bicycle helmet like head with a pale gray skin. The first sighting was June 1993 when it were looking at Allenton. Allentown, Allentown, Pennsylvania, where they saw a seven-foot-tall creature walking on a car, and he was not even scared off the car. In March of 2011, a man was driving a rural road when he thought he was coming up on a deer. When he got closer, however, he saw this was a seven to eight tall, feet tall and had a mothman-like stature. In Chukara, Pennsylvania, a few witnesses claimed to see a mothman creature as he came out of a bar, considering they were drinking this Sighting is unlikely. It was in Tyler Hook's book, The Mothman. That's crazy, big old fucking gargoyle creature. Waterford Sheepman. Uh, Waterford Sheepman is a abominable creature terrorized the small rural town of Waterford, Pennsylvania in the early 1970s. It lurked in farm fields, stalking the unwitting unwilling animal and a desire to tear it apart and feed on its flesh and blood. Hundreds of people witnessed this creature. It's all referred to as a goat man. Marilyn knew of the goat man legend as a teenager in the 70s. Along with stories, she had also seen it with her own eyes on more than one occasion. Uh, quote here, I live on a Baghdad road. Saw this creature speaker running across the dirt road at one point near the old sawmill. She remembers at the same time there was much talk about the legend, with many people catching a glimpse of the creature darting across the road or into the brush along farm fields. She had a second encounter with the monster when she was 17. And a quote here, he was there that one night I drove home, and right before I turned into my driveway, there he was, running across the road and into the woods. So it's a goat man. Fucking weird goat man. Did it did it walk on all fours or on two oh, legs? Uh, Waterford native Richard Garbraith knows the legend well. As a child, he was told, "Don't let this sheep man get ya." He was warned to avoid the area of Pennsylvania Route 19 on the outskirts of the city at night, or else the same fate would befall 
him that would happen to so many unwitting animals. The blood-crazed sheep man would tear him apart. Richard was wise to take the warnings to heart. There were many alleged incidents of the sheep man violently attacking humans as well as ravaging livestock. Herb Kinney, a Waterford native and businessman, knew the terror of the sheep man firsthand. He had a friend who was a victim of an ungodly creature as a wait for him on top of the Waterford covered bridge on Nightmare Road that spans Leboof Creek. Herb recounts the story in his um, own words. It was always said a sheep man lived in a cave on Baghdad Road. It was known to be frequent the covered bridge southeast of town on East Street. He was to hide up the rafters of the old bridge and jump down and terrorize young lovers that part of the bridge. Fucking cock walker. <laughs> <laughs> For real, huh? Fuck, dude. That sounds crazy. She man will tear you apart. Holy fuck. Like the name don't sound that scary, but once you realize he'll tear you apart. <laughs> you ever seen a movie about the sheep like attack people? No. Was it like a horror movie? It's like a like a comedian uh, horror movie. Black sheep. You know, that sounds familiar. It like one of those um like funny horror ones. Yeah, horror com, yeah. I love those. Yeah, me too. Like Slither. Yeah, Slither. The, there was another one called Feast, and it, it was like that. Back in 2005. Oh, dude. Feast. These sequels are awesome. Uh, um, Feast. Feast 2, Sloppy Seconds. Yep. Feast 3. The happy finish. <laughs> yeah, dude. I have them all on DVD. Like, Feast 1 is pretty good. And then the second and third one, they're, like, all low budget. But it's still pretty good. Some, I'll just watch um, Paranormal Activity 3. Um, oh, shit. I forgot about that. It's pretty crazy. I was watching it again. Like, oh. You remember? Like, I guess I can talk about it. It's, like, old-ass movie right now. I think it's like five year world. <laughs> I kind of your people listening. I'm not your parent. You can watch your own movies. It's bold. You can just give a head, I guess. <laughs> right. But you've you seen it, right? Yep. Remember at the end that it goes to grandma's house and the whole coven is there? Yeah. Remember the night before, she's like, the well, her sister got attacked. And she's like, okay, I'll do it. And she went and asked her mom to go see her, to go see the grandma's house. It was grandma's. Like, we're going to go to grandma's. <laughs> and then she goes, mom goes in the kitchen and like, all shit's up, up in the ceiling and he drops it. It's like, oh, fuck. The girl's like, okay, let's go to grandma's house. <laughs> so I'm thinking, see what Toby asked her to do go to grandma's house and do that fucking ceremony. <laughs> Go to grandma's house. <laughs> yeah, person. Unfortunately, that grandma's like, oh yeah, she's a witch for sure. Look at her. Right? Like, what the fuck, man? Some crazy shit. Those poor guys. My luck. Get, 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 get
Like every guy gets fucking killed in those movies. For real, huh? I didn't realize that. Was it the first one or the second one where the the girlfriend gets possessed? Uh, she first like, one. She kills him at the end or something. Yeah, the first one. Uh, I think the second one is actually it happened before the first one. Mm. Remember the second one was the baby, and it one sister got possessed, but then the husband did a thing to take it and move it to her sister, and the sister got possessed. That was oh. the first one, and she comes back and takes the baby. The second one. Oh yeah, shit! Damn, I don't. Re- I didn't remember all that. Holy shit! Yeah. Fucking bitches. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out she was just crazy. She's not even possessed. Yeah. Poor guys. I feel bad for guys. Yeah. Here we go. Right now, like, help. <laughs> masculinity, like this post this post this whole movie. <laughs> Here you go. For real. <laughs> uh, two couples from Erie were traveling to the bridge late one summer night in a dark blue Ford Mustang. The Verbo was top down, and it started to sprinkle, so they pulled inside the bridge to put that top down when they were attacked. The boy followed the creature and peeled out filling the bridge with smoke from the burning rubber of the tires. The roof of the car was damaged, ripped, torn, and mangled to the point it had to be replaced. All four young people insisted that incident really happened, telling the tale to the parents. The parents feel embarrassment and would not allow any police report to be filed. Nevertheless, the countryside surrounding Waterford was abuzz in the 1970s with stories and signs of the creature known as the Sheep Man. It seemed the legend faded with a decade before there has not been any signs of the creature since the close of the night of the 70s. Damn. Like, bro, bro, leave me. Leave my fucking car. Please look at my, look at my fucking hood. Dad, seriously, Dad. See his fucking claw marks on this convertible? Why would I do this to my car? I swear. Imagine explaining that to your dad. I hate a sheep, man. <laughs> you try to attack me. Up. What are we doing on the bridge? What are you doing out there? So I wonder what happened to him, right? There hasn't been no sightings anymore. Not from that area, I guess. Somebody killed him. Or the government got him. Right. Oh, cabin, like cabin in the woods. Oh, yeah. That was pretty crazy. How they like planned it out. It was so stupid, though. Like, stupid good. Right? It's one of those, man. It was like that horror comedy as well. What's your favorite um, zombie movie? Favorite zombie movie? Oh, it's a tough one. Yeah. Um, I really, really liked the Dawn of the Dead remake. I think they did really good with that. Yeah, I did too. I, I haven't seen the original... Oh, dude, Resident Evil. Um, did you ever play the games? Oh, yeah. Fucking fourth one. I think the fourth yeah. really good. Those are classic, man. And then the remake, they did fucking amazing with that. Yeah. It's scary. Down in the swamps. Crazy ass dude. 
Yep. The Mongoni is a river monster to the West Virginia and Pennsylvania area. It's said to be half man, half fish, similar to the Thetis Lake monster. It was named after the Mongala River, which it was sighted. Southern Tan, an animal event called Search for Mongi, was uh, started for locals and tourists hunt for the monster. Uh, there are numerous stories of delve dogs in the Mongi River. A local name for the digits, uh hellbender giant salamanders. According to Ohio, Ohio History Central, there are several myths about the hellbender, also known as Devil Dog. These include stories of hellbenders sliming fishing lines, driving kingfish away, and having a poisonous bite. None of these are true. According to West Virginia WVExplorer.com, for some sources, the Mahongi has been lurking in the river since the French and Indian War. It was postulated to be half man, half fish. Uh, Bill Eggert in the Johnstown Tribune Democrat in 2015 wrote an article that the records from the period chronicle differences between British soldiers and bizarre creatures from the river. Local tribes have named the creature Mongi after the river. He said Eggert alleges that in 2003, photos of Mongi taken from a fishing boat appeared online were, were seriously removed in about 2010. Search of Mongi. Oh, check on that. Ah, uh, and the creature. Ah, uh, so fair lines. Seven sent at Pittsburgh, and some of who have since looked at corresponding accounts spoke tale Charlie invented to the event, and no previous legend existed. I made it up. <laughs> yeah, like mountain lions. It's like a mountain lions in Pennsylvania, apparently. It's weird because they're apparently not supposed to be there. Oh, what the fuck? That's weird. Yeah, I heard about like big cats all around, like it's a big thing, like around the East Coast, up in like New York and all that. Oh, shave in New York? What the fuck? Yeah. There's some around here. Um, like there's like hiking trails and stuff and uh, a couple months ago there was a a, a big cat a puma or a cougar yeah. found there and i think they shot and killed it um it had been eating a corpse i guess somebody that had been hiking there ate them and but it had cubs too so i mean can't blame them right yeah. but imagine you're just hiking down to a la 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 then and then those things that fucking cats they're apex predators man so you ain't gonna see him coming he's gonna pounce on you and go for your neck that's it yeah they come from, they don't, yeah right they don't come from the front they'll come from behind you and pounce you yeah right. that's the scary part you won't see it coming <laughs> they're quiet too like yes I see this video. It was, um, I don't know, somewhere in like uh, South America or something, yeah. but it was like a camera outside the house and the dog was sleeping in front of the house. Yeah. This fucking leopard walks up to the dog and he's like standing in front of him, watching him. And the cat did not move, make any noise. The dog never woke up till it was too late, bro. The, huh. the cat was just staring at him for a couple minutes and he would like ease in, get closer, closer. Then whack, and then fucking 
took off with him. It was it was hard to watch, but here's also like videos of like lions like creeping up on like their prey, like inching in the grass, They're crouching. Oh, like look that. No wait. Think a little bit more. Well, they're like ten buddies, like surrounding them on the other side. Oh, man, they're fucking smart as shit. They're like ninjas, bro. Ninjas. <laughs> Have you heard about a hoop snake? No. What is that? Uh, an article in the Pennsylvania Department of Agriculture in 1906. Uh, Bolton leaves no doubt about the Commonwealth's official stats on the hoop snake. The hoop snake is entirely without foundation of truth. So confident with the department that issued a $500 reward for a specimen, living or dead. No one came forward to claim the reward, but does not mean the hoop snake never existed or they had become rare or even extinct by the time of the offer. Hoop snake, as might be guessed, propelled itself by grabbing its venomous horned tail in its own mouth and rolling rapidly towards its prey. Like a wheel racing downhill. Once it trapped its target, the hoop snake shot the poisonous barbed tip of its tail into the victim, killing it nearly instantly. And while scientists dismissed such tactics as physically impossible, many uh, Pennsylvanians swore at the reptile's existence. The Sunbury American reported in August of 1875 a hoop snake, very rare in this section, was killed in Westmoreland County. Eight years later, the hunting journal that horned-tailed hoop snake of three feet five inches in length was killed in Beaufort County by a group of men who had the misfortune of being hit on their leisurely walk to the Sunday prayer meeting. 1888, Dr. Andy Kirk of the Pittsburgh Division of the Pennsylvania Railroad shared the story of his encounter with a hoop snake, a frightening event that occurred while he worked as a farmhand in Warren County, Illinois. One day, while picking the blackberries in the woods, Kirk saw a snake rolling rapidly towards him. I don't like snakes at all. That like, sounds fucking nuts. That sounds fucking terrifying. It shoots fucking poisonous barbs through its tail. Like, like somersaults towards you, pretty much. Holy like, shit! It sounds like a like a crazy Pokemon yeah. <laughs> that'll kill you. <laughs> you see those snakes at the? It's a rattlesnake. But the tail looks a lot like a spider. You know. Oh, look at that spider tail. Like when I first saw a picture of it, I didn't think it was real, man. Then I looked it up. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, fuck. That's creepy as shit. <laughs> right? It. Yep, that's it. Guy's smart. Oh, that's so smart. <laughs> it's got fucking nice camouflage too. It looks like a rock or something. He's like, he's like, they're still, and like, oh, I'm a bug, I'm a bug. Bird come by, and go, ah, <laughs> got you. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Fucking evolution, huh? Crazy. Evolution don't fuck around. 
<laughs> right? Damn nature, you crazy. Damn nature's scary. Yeah, you scary, yo. <laughs> oh, well. I quickly stashed up the predator and instead drove its horn tail into the two front trunk of a white oak tree. Kirk watched the horror as a snake while trying to extract its tail from the tree trunk last so violently that it killed itself. Satisfied that Vital was no longer a threat, he ran to his employer's home, retrieved an axe, and returned to cut the snake's tail with thick bark. Upon closer inspection, he realized just how lucky he had been. The barb was hard, nearly two inches in length, and filled a liquid he could only assume was poison. Whoa. Venom, not poison. That's fucking... You, you drink poison. Oh, venom's injected, huh? Yeah. Fuck, bro. That's nuts. Uh, there's another story, another article I found about uh vampires, but because they people kept coughing up and shit, blood. But it's about <laughs> tuberculosis. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh. So they're dying of tuberculosis where people thought they're vampires. Yeah. In 2000, June 2015, 20-year-old Westmoreland County, Pennsylvania man was arrested on charges of bloodletting and sexual assault. He allegedly not only convinced several underage victims to slice their wrists so he could drink their blood, he also engaged in intimate acts with a 14-year-old girl while they bled on each other from self-flexation. She fucking get punched. She get fucking punched in the face over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. It's a shocking case for Pennsylvania town. But I was inclined to believe in vampires that is the zombies or any other version of the walking dead. But it's a case that also markedly demonstrates the entire eternal life of the vampire myth. Contrary to popular assumption, our fascination with vampires started long before the 1897 publication of Bram Stoker's Dracula. Stoker didn't invent the blood-sucking madness, but he did invent many of our modern fictional formulas. Today, mention the word vampire, and most people can conjure visions of suave, charismatic characters living in an apartment like crypt or well-appointed mansion. Male vampires are often empathetic, fraught with guilt over the remains of survival. Female vampires seem less remorseful, probably because they are usually young and what women Live or dead doesn't want eternal youth. I need a, I need a freaking ten pay, ten paragraphs on what freaking par- vampires are. <laughs> <laughs> the whole definition. <laughs> what was your history of uh, vampires and every uh, account of them in history? There's many uh, stories, right? Yeah. Some that there were demons condemned to live amongst humanity or something. It's like I was, I was trying to, I got into like a public vampire forum. Like asked them like, hey, the people like like they were vampires. Like, hey, what's the deal with you? Really, what's going on with you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, they have like, what do you drink blood for? You have like an iron deficiency or something? No, <laughs> iron deficiency. <laughs> yeah, I heard it started like the 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 story with uh, vampires or zombies back in the day when they would would bury people. You know, like if somebody's in a coma, they don't know what that is. They just thought the person was dead. 
Yeah. So they would bury them and like hear noises and shit, and they would like dig them up and then find them dead, but like with claw marks and shit inside. Oh. Yeah. And so after that, they started putting little bells. Uh, oh, yeah. In, when you're coughing, which is you get buried alive. <laughs> you know? And but, like, oh, when you die, like your all the gas from the bacteria in your body parts and like makes your stuff look all bloated. So it's like you're full from eating. And you like blood on your mouth. Looks like oh shit, huh? Yeah. A farty vampire. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, oh, so oh, that one guy from um that one comedy Dracula movie. Oh, with his face all the, from the 70s. Hmm. It was a comedy? Uh, yeah. Like, did I'm loving it. Damn, I can't remember. It kind of rings a bell, though. I keep uh, wanting to... Uh, Dracula, I did in love it. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, fucking this face. From the Nike Gun movie. Mel Brooks. Yeah, Mel Brooks and Leslie, Leslie Nielsen. That's a classic, yo. Dude, love that. Those two guys, man. Yeah, I think that one's better than the, the one they're spoofing on. I think it's a better movie. <laughs> honest with you. Like, um, do you ever see a Walk Hard? Yeah. Uh, Dewey Cox? <laughs> yeah. I thought that was better than what they were making fun of. Yeah. He's like, I bought a giraffe. What? <laughs> <laughs> bought a giraffe. Then at the end when he could finally smell, he's like, I can smell. I can smell this dog shit. It smells horrible. <laughs> like every time fucking shit fucks up for them, like, you don't know what else, like what are you doing? It's like you're smoking weed. Like oh, this weed, man. <laughs> you don't want none of this shit, do we? <laughs> and he's like, I don't want to get addicted. It's non habit for me. <laughs> Well, I don't want to not be able to get a boner. It makes sex even better. <laughs> He's like, I, I kind of want some of that now. <laughs> Next one's like, what was it, like cocaine or something? <laughs> oh, yeah, cocaine. And then at the end, when they're old, it was like dick pills, some Viagra. Viagra, <laughs> man. It makes you get a boner. Who's fucking her? Dude, that guy can act his ass off. The guy, what's his name? Uh, John C. Riley. Dude, you can fucking, he can act his fucking ass off, dude. He can sing really well. Yeah, huh? Uh, remember in like um in Chicago? He was in Chicago. He was a husband. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, I gotta charge my laptop real quick. Me too. How about that? Him and uh, ta- him and Will Ferrell, Talent, Talent, I can't remember. Talent, oh, Talladega Nights. Thank you. Shake and bake. Shake and bake. 
Yeah. Oh, or Step Brothers. Oh my God. Step Brothers. That's one of my favorite movies. They're so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you teabag my drum set. Or no, I teabag your drum set. And he's like, well, my drum set's a guy, so that makes you gay, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> All random. Can I say my brother? <laughs> right? Everything um Harry and Hendersons. No, I, oh wait, that's with Bigfoot, right? Yeah. Okay, I have seen that long time ago. I've seen it like last year. I've seen it before when I was little, but I saw it again last year. Is it on Netflix? Do you know? It might be. I haven't checked. Damn, I totally forgot about that Harry and the Hendersons. YouTube is fucking crazy. YouTube? Yeah. Yeah. Anchor is so much easier. For real, huh? For real. For sure. I love how easy it is. It, it really, uh, and it's free too. It makes it even better. Well, the hardest part is like podcasting, like, like promoting stuff. It's pain in the butt. I'll send it to. Yeah, you definitely got to promote to get it out there. And I, I sometimes I try and do it without like spamming, you know. Yeah, that's the hard part for me. Yeah, like I try to share my links and try to do like, oh, what's this? I got a new episode out. Watch it, appreciate it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you're like, oh yeah. Go on. What be like one YouTube show you guys go on? Uh, to work with. Oh, got a YouTube show? Oh, will be one YouTuber you like to collab with. Oh, nice. Yeah. You, yeah um, so you got a YouTube channel? I'm working on it. I'm like putting some videos up. I think I'm going to watch, watch it on season two. Once this season's over. I can't decide if I'm going to Canada or Mexico next. Hmm. Mexico, I know there's chupacabras. Chupacabras, yes. Oh, I don't think it's They're all like yeah. all over in the south, out in the south, over in Gulf of Mexico. A lot of signs of chupacabras there. On Texas. Yeah, it started like South America, then it came up to Mexico, and then there was sightings here in the U.S. And there's even been some in like India and. Middle East and stuff. Oh, uh, most signs though probably were like cows with mange. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I think my dog had mange. She had a, a little little rat terrier and like no hair on his hair on his butt. I think I had mange on it. Oh and, man, <laughs> was he like a b- baboon? Yeah. <laughs> See his butt. Always, always scratching his ass on the carpet. Ah! <laughs> like, ah, you nasty motherfucker. <laughs> I remember, like, being broke, broke, and, like, ran out of toilet paper. You just, oh, oh, fuck. 
Topher's out. Looking like we're not Topher. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Use, use your uh, rip your shirt in half, or use a sock. Yeah, I'm fucking washing man. My homie did that one time. He had to take a shit real bad, and it was at night. So he went behind like a Circle K or something, and he took a dump, and he came back, and he had one sock on. <laughs> Wait, what's your, uh, what's your laptop at? Oh, I, I just plugged it in oh. to charge, but it's like almost dead. When, how long have I been doing this for? Like hour and a half, I think. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. Any, any longer. We're gonna, like, why is this going on? Why is this episode going on any longer? An hour and a half. I'm a millennial person. I have a chance span of five minutes. <laughs> hey, <laughs> for real. For real. You got a point that I've had somewhere. It's like two hours and I split it into two episodes because... I, I think some people don't like long episodes, huh? Yeah, I like a lot of my episodes. I don't have to change it while I'm working. I just keep listening to it. <laughs> yeah, and they go back to it. <laughs> Let me change. Uh, I'm working like I'm on equipment all day. I'm driving. I can't be on my phone and stuff because it's OSHA crap. Yeah, huh? So I can just put it in my pocket and listen to it. It's perfect. Makes the day go faster. A little podcast. Yeah, puts on us ten hours just. Yep, for sure. Like, why are we so busy this month? Like, we just got done our month. Used to be in the month where not as busy. We see busier at the end of the month. And like, we're like, why are we so busy? Who's ordering all these parts? I don't understand it at all. <laughs> Yo, I need a break. What the fuck? Hi, Amanda. Wave at me. <laughs> yes, yeah, 11, 1140. Hey, man. Tell tell everybody where they can find you. Where you find your show. Um, So you can find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Stitcher, CastBox, pretty much all major platforms. Um, also on YouTube, I've been putting a lot of more episodes up there, uh, more videos, just like how we're doing now. A lot of more interviews and just some funny, stupid videos I make sometimes. Yeah, the, the hot pepper one's really good. Really funny. Yes, when I ate the Carolina Reaper, um, I made the world's hottest chocolate, the Choco Challenge. That was fucking hot as fuck. Um, so yeah, Screaming Chewy Show, you guys, you know, your source of entertainment and overall fuckery. You can find me on most major platforms. Yeah, man. Please check out the show. It's a really entertaining show. Really funny. Literally, is. I enjoy it so much. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. And I appreciate you having me on, man. Um, I love talking about this kind of stuff, man. Cryptids, you yeah, know, man. supernatural. I could talk about this all day, yeah, man. Yeah, talking shit, man. Oh, fuck <laughs> Right. I love that And uh, yeah, looking forward to you know maybe have you on my show someday. Yeah, I want I want to email you later about what we can talk about. I think I need to do some research on it. Sweet, sounds good. And I love how you do your research, bro. You no know problem. your stuff. Thank you. Dude, have a good one, man. I'm about to I have to drive another hour home. Ooh. 
Well, that sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for having me on, man. You have a good night, bro. Good night, man. See you. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode of Monster Legend Podcast. Or to find more information about Monster Legend Podcast, go to monsterlegendpodcast.com or anchor.fm forward slash monsterlegendpodcast. There you can find all episodes and platforms on which the podcast is on which you can describe subscribe to you also can email me with questions that will be answered on the show thank you what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.